Welcome to the Uncommon Communion podcast hosted by First Church Birmingham. Uh, my name is Catherine Mullen. I serve as the Minister of Community Engagement here. And my name is Jonathan Goss, and I get to be one of the pastors here at First Church. Um, okay, so this is new, and so this is a little weird for both of us, but we're going to roll with it. Um, I'll talk a little bit about my role as Minister of Community Engagement here. Um, I wear lots of little hats, and one of them is social media. Uh, as a part of community engagement and I noticed that a lot of churches have podcasts and at one point we had a podcast and we just haven't had it in five years so I thought it would be you know interesting to to add that um to my plate so which is why I'm here on the mic why don't you talk a little bit about what you are as one of the pastors yeah so I preach in our law service every week that we have guitars and drums, and you actually you lead our, our, our worship band weekly, and um, I've been at First Church for going on like 17 years now, a really long time, and a lot of that I served as a youth minister and transitioned into the pastor role during the pandemic, which was, uh, was that was interesting. That was you, super yeah, interesting. That was very interesting, uh, but been doing that and, and love the role that I'm in, and so Catherine said, we're starting this new, but we kind of started this in 2018 and we're bringing it back. And I love the idea of bringing it back, as she said, to have a, another medium just to have a voice. And part of why we did it in 2018 was to allow different voices to be heard, different stories, different lived experience to be shared because, you know, I'm, I'm a straight white male and most of the stories that I've experienced in life have that kind of come from that perspective and we're a church that their priorities are we believe in diversity um, authenticity and asking tough questions and being hospitable and creating an inclusive community and so if we're going to do those things well we should give space for folks that represent everyone that hopefully someone out there hears this podcast and they hear someone that they can really relate to that lived experience and um, if that means they'd be willing to walk in the doors of a church uh, because someone shares a story that they can connect with, then I think that's, then we're doing something really well. So um, that was why we did it in 2018. I would say capacity and a pandemic are the reasons <laughs> that it's being brought back now. And so, uh, yeah, that's why we started it. And I think a lot of what you kind of want to do with this really connects to why we did it in the first place. Right, right. I think to, um, so absolutely to all of that uh, and what I hope that this podcast can be, not only is a medium that we can be accessed, um, we are also present on TikTok and we get a lot of attention on TikTok. We, got a, we get a lot of um, visibility and we get a lot of visitors because of that. And that's a really cool pattern that we've seen in the last almost two, three years yeah, we've two been years. on TikTok. Um, and so, yeah, this is another media platform in which we can be accessed. But I also hope 
to what Jonathan spoke to is offering different perspectives of people that are a part of our church. We are, Jonathan also mentioned this earlier, I also lead worship in our contemporary space. We're both in the contemporary service and or our loft service. And um, sometimes it's interesting for um, folks in one service to meet the other people in the other service. And so um, having everybody be able to get to know different members in this church that they may not have ever had a reason to hear from. I hope this podcast can bring some of that inter internal like connection that yeah. we have in our congregation. Uh, and here's some voices that people don't get to hear from a lot besides ours, uh, which they hear from a lot. <laughs> so um, with that being said, now you kind of know who we are. Uh, this podcast, this first episode is really just an intro to this podcast and to us. And we just want to let, you know, have y'all get to know us even more. And just, we have like some fun things to talk about because we're fun here at first church. That is a priority of ours. Not like on our website, but we prioritize play and fun is something that we as a staff and something our senior pastor, Stephanie talks a lot about is the importance of play and fun. So that'll be this episode. And first up is talking about our favorite podcasts because now we are on a podcast. So Jonathan, I'm going to have you kick off because you are like a pod bro. Mm, Yeah. I have a list and it's really long. Mine is not. Uh, well, so I think some of my favorites are revisionist history. Um, Malcolm Gladwell, Catherine shaking her head. No, I don't never heard of it. Um, Malcolm Gladwell. It's he's written the book outliers was like his first popular book and he's brilliant and he approaches historical things. He approaches pop culture things. So like he's talked about world war two. He's talked about McDonald's and the way they made their fries. And so it's, it's, it's fascinating and I always learn something and I, I think for me the podcast platform I, I have to listen to audiobooks so it okay. really is for me a place that that's one of the ones that for me I'm like I love it because I was a history major for a bit in college oh okay that's <laughs> right I always forget about that and so I just love history in general but the slant he takes is just from a perspective of like what if we look at things a little differently? And mm. so I've always, that's one of my favorite. I think it's got four seasons out now. Cool. So. Awesome. Um, I have a, I mean, did you want to talk about any others? Is that like your big, your top uh, I dog? Mean, do you, I mean, podcast? I can keep going. Well, why you, don't you give us a list of like a few others okay. too? Uh, the Watch with Andy Greenwald and Chris Ryan, they recap basically like shows okay, or cool. films. Um, and so I, you'll learn this from me coming up um I, one of my hobbies i would say is like watching television shows i would speak to i would i would press yes on that yeah and so um that's one of my go-to uh podcasts to listen to like they've recapped succession or barry or other shows that i really like um the jesselnick and rosenthal vanity project is hosted by my favorite stand-up comedian anthony jesselnick and his college uh, fraternity brother and best friend Greg Rosenthal, who now works on the NFL Network, and they talk about just random pop culture, crazy stories, uh, the NFL, all sorts of things. And then uh, I like Pods, not not Pods, I do like Pods of America, but I don't listen to it too much, but... I like Love It or Leave It, hosted by John Lovett, who is on Pod Save America. Right, okay. Um, and it's more it's more like fun politics. <laughs> Pod Save America kind of like stresses me out so much, uh, yeah. right, with the landscape of politics in our world. Well, so. you being, you're seven. 
Right. Right. So Love It or Leave It is like, it's fun and informative. So I love it. It comes out every Friday. So that's that's one of my go-tos. So, cool. And then I listen to like two other sports ones, The Next Round, which is a local show, and The Chris Vernon Show out of Memphis. So, yeah. Yeah. I would say we're super different when it comes to like looking for podcasts to listen to. Number one, you said about audiobooks, which a lot of people out there are big audiobooks people. Right. I have to have the papers between my fingers mm. to read the book. I don't know what it is. I think it's the uh, a lack of control over when I can stop or like if I sometimes when I'm reading a book, I'll zone out a little bit right. and then I got to reread something. Well, I think some people are tactile, right? Oh, that's a you know that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. So with audiobooks, uh, I kind of get lost. Mm. Um, that being said, the podcasts I listen to are much more like comedy, fun, gotcha. good Christian funds of, is a fun one. They take, um, it's hosted by Kevin T. Porter and, um, Caroline, forget her last name. Um, but they've been doing it since maybe 2016, 2017. And they, uh, take Christian pop culture that we grew up with like oh, in the nineties and two thousands. Oh, it's awesome. Um, and some current day Christian pop culture. Um, and they destroy it. Not really, but like that, they are. Um, I think at one point both were um, devout Christians and like regular attendees of church. And, right. Um, I think they would call themselves evangelicals at this point. Gotcha. So they have the perspective that this was like media that they absorbed, um, but now they're coming from it since deconstructing and maybe having left the church. I think one of them still attends church regularly, um, but it's just really funny and it's stuff that like you know. Um, pop culture that I grew up with um, when being raised in a Christian household. Um, it's just super fun. Um, right. And then what, okay, really quick. I have a question. Yes. What is like the one or two pop culture things from your, like your upbringing in the church that you like? Okay. Great question. Because um, one of their episodes, the very first episode I listened to of theirs was a veggie tales. Oh my God. I was about to say veggie tales on the reg. We were watching Veggie Tales. So I, so I, for those of you that don't know, I grew up Southern Baptist, and now am a United Methodist pastor, and have fond memories of youth group in my Southern Baptist roots. What's funny about that is like we would watch Veggie Tales like every like youth trip we went on on the bus, uh, you know, sometimes just for fun on a Wednesday night, you know, for programming. Yeah, Veggie Tales is created by jewish creators right there are no new testament southern baptist type stories in veggie tales but right. it's like what i grew up with in my youth group and we all loved it and thought it was crazy and cool so anyway and i think yeah. the the creators are like really really progressive people they have since yeah like <laughs> the um they've come out I, I think the guy too that voiced bob the tomato right has had some uh, some has been in the dialogue or has had dialogue about some stuff that's progressive which is really funny how that turned out. Um, so yeah, Veggie Tales is one, and then they also cover Christian music, and so they've covered um, like Casting Crowns, Amy Grant, Stephen Curtis Chapman. You know, like the OGs. DC Talk. DC Talk. Mm. They have. They do have an episode on DC Talk. Love some DC Talk. Um, Cademan's Call, I think, was another one too. Like, I mean, they've they've. There's a lot of episodes. They've been running for a little bit, and so uh, I need to check. I think I would like that. I'm gonna send you some. Yeah, I'll send you some that I think that pop culture that you'd know um as well because some of it is before my time mm. so even though it's fun episodes i have no idea what they're talking about yeah um i would say that is one and then in a you know kind of a, a big turn is everything belongs with madison morrigan it's like a more serious podcast mm -hmm. um and they're shorter episodes sometimes but she 
talks about a wide variety of things, but a common theme in her episodes is like embodiment and listening to your body and like the connection between the, the body and mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she has shorter episodes that are from a perspective. I think she's had lots of experience in therapy mm. and um, her most recent or one of her recent episodes I listened to uh, last week was, it was a list of 10 things you should stop doing to feel more joy. Okay. Um, and there were, I mean, there were several great points in it and it's just a nice quick, like 20 minute yeah. thing I listened to on the way to work. Um, and I think she's, she, uh, speak, I mean, it's very clear. Her points are very clear and like, they're easy to yeah. absorb. Yeah. Um, one of them was, uh, just uh, those of us who like get in our heads about being perceived and like comparing ourselves to other people or worrying about what people think about right. us. One of her biggest points that I've kept rem- like repeating to myself in the last week is other people's perceptions of you are actually none of your business. Mm. That's solid advice. Yeah. Right. I'm doing the, if you, cause this is a podcast you can't see, but I'm doing the mind blown hands because that really right. like, that really kind of shifted, um, my, my headspace yeah. in last week. And so that was yeah. really cool. So I, those are two very different podcasts that yeah, I listen to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Cool. Cool. So I, I know we brought up, uh, I said I watch a lot of shows Television and shows. like one of the things we wanted to just share, talk a little bit about or, you know, what shows are we interested in as you all get to know us. And um, I am coming off of staying up late and watching the series finale of Ted Lasso. I'm aware. And um, have been happy and in mourning all at the same time today. So it's over, right? It is over, over. And that was kind of up in no, the air for a second, but I don't know if it was actually up in the air. I don't we think it ever was. It was. I think the fans wanted it to be up in the air. And right. um, I'm not going to give any, like, I know we're going to release these, like, in a week or so. Right. And, um, but I still don't want to give any spoilers away, but, um, well, I'm like still two episodes behind. Are you really? I just, I really got to catch up. You do. Um, I just, I will say, you know, um, well done, uh, lived wow. up to expectations, which I think is really hard for a series to like wrap up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, Amy's my wife's been texting me today and she's like I can't believe it's over this is not a spoiler I'm not giving anything away but there is a line in the last episode along something along the lines of like we're gonna have this forever oh and I and like well I mean and I do think we you know any form of media or art you know song book film television like we do have it and that show has been I think my wife may be a bigger fan than I am. Um, I mean, she's rewatched that series like five or six times. Wow. She can do that. She can put right. things on loop and right. just, but you do when you watch that rewatch the show, like go back to season one or two or even season three, there are so many layered things that you miss. And it's some of it's British humor. Some of it's like Jason Sudeikis and like his humor of like talking about you know, his favorite rom-com and like, there's just so many things coming at you. Wow. That, so anyway, um, also, so I'm just going to name three other shows that I watched Go that have it. all ended. They're all ended. Say Succession, Succession just yeah. ended. Um, Barry just ended and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel has ended. And Amy and I have yet to, to watch that. That's on the docket tonight. Maisel. Maisel. It's good. Um, yeah. Love it. Love Maisel. Um, love the writing, love the acting. So, 
those are just four of the shows that have all ended that oh my gosh yeah they really all have yeah what are you gonna do now you're just gonna sit and stare at your tv read a book maybe or listen to one (laughs) that's nuts wow yeah um, well, I'm also a Ted Lasso fan, as we know. We talk about Ted Lasso regularly at our uh, staff lunches. Um, but I'm two episodes behind or three episodes behind now. Maybe just two. Um, and I think my favorite part about Ted Lasso is, because trying to explain it to people that have never seen it is really hard. Right. Because there's like, yes, it's wholesome. It's also really smart and funny. Um, but it also it feels in a weird way like the lessons or the, or the things that are said feel really relatable mm. and tangible as somebody watching it. Um, another thing I love about Ted Lasso is, is I would say, and you could speak to this too, like as a man, but I feel like they represent these really healthy male relationships mm. yeah. and this all male soccer team uh, and how they're showing up for each other, how they're confronting hard topics together. Right. Um, I, I would say not that's all been progress, right? Like none yeah. of them started out exactly. there. Yeah. Um, not even Ted, who the right. show's namesake is, you right. know, like they've all started in a place of, um, you know, having had really hard things happen in their lives that when we first start watching the show, we don't know about. Right. And as things become revealed to us as the audience, uh, you know, we start to understand like, I think the, the, like, I hear what you're saying. I think the whole show is about empathy. Yeah. And, you know, some of the first episodes, you meet a character like Jamie Tart. Right, um, right. And you, wow. you, you know, you, you can't stand him. Um, and then you learn more and more and more, and you're just like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And to your point, thinking about, like, life, you know, how often do I, come in contact or interact with someone or get to know someone and have said opinions about them and the way they are and da, 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 and you know ultimately there are probably some really good reasons to why that person is maybe acting or going through something or um, and so I think that's like my my favorite thing about the show that you know it humanizes people that we sometimes just don't want to yeah um, and, uh, I, I, the quote I use a lot, um, is a famous quote by Jim Balvano, former, um, he's an NC state basketball coach, won the national championship and late in his career got cancer and, um, gave a famous speech at one of the first ever ESPYs. He got a lifetime award. It's called the Jimmy V award. And, uh, he said, a good day is when you laugh, you cry and you think. And wow. that's, that's like Ted Lasso to me. Yeah. Like absolutely. Every, every episode. Laugh, every episode. cry, think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, big fan of Ted Lasso. We'll probably be finishing it so that we can talk about it. I got a lot soon. to say. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I know you do. Um, another show that we both watched that it took you a second to warm up to was Shrinking. It did. Created, I think, and, all, and written by Brett Goldstein, who right. plays Roy Kent and, to- right. and Ted Lasso, also does writing for Bill Ted Lawrence Lasso. as well, who wrote That's right. Ted, created one. Ted Lasso. Um, so yeah, very similar vein as Ted Lasso, I think, with the laugh, cry, think model. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really loved Shrinking. Um, I, I mean, I love Jason Segel a, a lot. Love Harrison Ford. This is like, I, and I will take this to the grave until he does something else that I think is awesome. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing he's ever done. I agree. He, uh, 
was just an, a crotchety, curmudgeon old man that cussed a lot. Because he, that's all the things that he, Harrison Ford is, you know? <laughs> I just liked it. It yeah. was very honest to that. It yeah. was great. And it's an honest show. Um, talks about a lot of hard things. And um, the main characters are therapists. And so it's really interesting um, for those of us who are in therapy. I think sometimes we idolize or we, we put our, th- like, oh, our therapists are. Mm. But it's an interesting thought to think about how our therapists are also, you know, going through life humans literally (laughs) uh and experiencing life's hardships and joys and um you know it's just it's a really interesting perspective i don't think i've watched a show that has that yet right um so i was a big fan of that but other than that i mean there's not a lot of new shows that Mm -hmm. i've that i've really been following along i think my capacity for new shows to follow along with it's like two or three shows max i can't do right more than one more than one at once what about We've got we've got others on this list: music, hobbies, and books. I will let you pick. Oh my gosh! What's next? We have to do music. I feel like okay, yeah, you know, because I think you we both have like similar, maybe overlapping tastes in music, right? Um, well, being a worship leader, I'd love to be able to say that like my favorite worship genre or my favorite music genre is worship music. It is not my favorite. Right. Um, for lots of reasons. I think obvious reasons we talk about very openly here at First Church that a lot of worship music is not inclusive. A lot of worship music is not great sonically. Right. Um, with While a good bit of it is, you just kind of have to dig for it. Yeah. Um, but I would say I'm a bit, I think currently right now, I mean, I just went to the Nickel Creek concert. I'm also donning you are. their shirt. I really like that t-shirt. Isn't it great? It looks like a throwback, like 80s. Very 70s, 70s like bright vibe. colors. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's comfort colors too. So, you know, I mean, they were stepping it up with their merch. Uh, I just went to the nickel Creek concert Monday at Avondale brewing, which is a venue here. My favorite venue. Um, it was beautiful. It was a great show. Um, I listened to them forever. So I think I like, I have some folk Americana Mm -hmm. taste right now is kind of where I'm living. Um, I just went to, uh, this was a cover band. Uh, called Rumors, but it's a Fleetwood Mac cover band. I did see that. And uh, it was a blast. And, and like, I was just kind of playing Fleetwood Mac on, like, at the pool, you know, over the weekend. It's great pool music. Like, I never would have thought, yeah, let's put on Fleetwood Mac playlist. Oh, I know. Um, but then that led me to Steely Dan, which another great, like, similar genre uh similar vibes but great pull music uh there were some steely dan t-shirts at the nickel creek concert so really yeah all these people it's all kind of like this little pool of if you kind of listen to this one you probably listen Mm, to that or if you like this you'll probably like that yeah um that's really cool do you have a favorite fleetwood song oh i mean i'm gonna be lame and say hold on no the Little Lies song. I'm terrible at like, um, tell me lies, tell oh. me sweet little lies. That one, I'm not going to sing. I'm going to spare the ears. It's not your medicine. Honest. No, it's not. It's not my <laughs> gift. That song is just really good vibes um, yeah. and fun. Yeah. 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 I have a few, but I think the one that is, I mean, iconic in a way is the Silver Springs 2004 mm. Masters oh, or remastered yeah, version. Oh, year too. Um, I love the story behind like the performance of it. I, I, I don't know. I think something about it musically, literally musically mm. in the song, um, feels like something, um, that isn't done a lot. I don't yeah. know. I feel, I feel like it kind of stands on its own really right. well. It's probably that, you know, the magic she put into the song. There like they talk go. about how it's like her spell or whatever, <laughs> but yeah, that's another great one. I'm trying to think. 
What other music? Oh, I also love like just funk music, like fun funk pop music. Uh, Couch, the band, mm-hmm. is a great group. Sammy Ray and the Friends, uh, Lake Street Dive. These are all people that I've seen. So all at Avondale. No, not at Avondale, but in Avondale, I guess. But You know this about me, but uh, I've been on this like Zach Bryan just kick. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And... I've even played clips of his concert in our, in, in like the loft in the service. Right. Uh, you should tell them which one it was. It was Sweet Deanne, um, a song he wrote about his mother who um, passed away from cancer. And uh, he, it, it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. He is like a poet. Um, but he's, I mean, he sings like, I don't, I don't know what I'd call him. I don't call him country. Um, Americana singer songwriter. He's got like, I mean, he, I think he would be labeled broadly country. Sure. Um, but he's more than that to me. Um, almost like Tyler Childers. Sure. Too. Or like, uh, Chris Stapleton a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But more, I think Zach's a little more like harder, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. His lyrics, some of them are like, he lived a hard life. Right. <laughs> Right. Um, but I've been on a big kick of his and, uh, but I love like styles, genres of music. Like I think my go-to is actually like hip hop. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big, Plot like twist. if music moves me in my soul, I love it. And I think because most hip hop has like bass in it, you oh, feel fair. it, yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel it in your, your body, your soul. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I love like. You know, I do love Taylor Swift. My wife is a Swifty. I, I like Taylor Swift a lot. I think I saying like Amy Goss is a Swifty is like a severe understatement. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like Mount Joy, bands yeah. like that just the Alabama Shakes. Like You like you Lumineers know, too, right? I love Lumineers. Yeah. Like just some music that just is like makes me feel it in my soul. Has like life in it. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Um, well, I already talked about something. We talked about also saying like what we've been up to in the right. last month. I would say, why don't we say like what we've been doing work-wise, like some projects we've been doing. Okay. And then like uh, let's talk about some other things in our life because this is not all the things we do. Right, right. Um, I mean, I've been, you know, brainstorming and ideating about this podcast project, I would say. Um, we also have Pride coming up. So I'm doing currently and in the weeks prior, lots of planning for our volunteers for Pride. Um, we, Jake and I went to Home Depot today and got some really big PVC pipes for our, uh, float structure we're going to build. Nice. And so I'm really excited about that for next week. Um, and then outside of work, went to a concert Monday. Cool. Um, trying to get out now that it's warmer, like, and the sun is up longer, just trying to find things to do, uh, while it's nice and cool before it gets miserable here in Alabama. (laughs) Um, yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah, just gearing up. We have uh, a Panama Learn and Serve trip that we're going on in July and been doing fundraising. have our last fundraiser this Saturday, and it's called Dinner on the Stars. Uh, so we'll eat some really good food, have some mocktails, some amazing food, some dessert, and uh, wrap all that up. And uh, so Memorial Day weekend, I did... I grilled out like at my house I went to a grill out at a friend's house and then family's house and I play so I play cornhole that's I love cornhole it's a hobby I would say this but I'm old I'm 41 y'all and when you play cornhole and you don't play all the time I got up the next day like that's weird right like I'm like why I don't, I don't imagine it being why is intense. my 
foot and leg so stiff. And why am I sore? Like literally it's from it the the stepping to throw a cornhole. Yeah. Like the step and like putting my body weight on my one right leg as I step and throw. Yeah. It's, it's sad. Wow. That's what it is. And it's reminding me that I'm old, but I, I do love cornhole and I got to play that over the weekend for Memorial Day weekend. I love that for you. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. All right. We'll wrap this episode up. Friends, you can find us on social media at First Church Birmingham on Instagram, First Church Birmingham on TikTok. We also have a Facebook page, First United Methodist Church in Birmingham, Alabama. And you can go to our website at www.firstchurchbhm.com if you want to learn more about us, have any questions, or get in contact with one of us. But that's all we got for today. We'll see you on the next one. See y'all later. See y'all later.